All right. All right. We're recording. Oh, okay. And we're together. Yeah, we're together in the same room together. Yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. My God. Well, yeah. how, how have you been? You know, I mean, we still have talked. Oh, that's so right. You, that's right. So you do know how I've been. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but you you seem taller. Yeah. 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 I didn't um, notice that. Mm-hmm. I'm a cool 5'10 now. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty good. I'm coming for you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm worried about it. <laughs> I'm worried about it. So, how are you? <laughs> pretty good. I've had a week, man. Yeah. Long week. You went to D.C. Washington. <laughs> Our nation's capital. Mm-hmm. And I did work uh, and I got real tired. Yeah. Because my job, you can wake up at any time, mostly. Yeah. Couple calls you have to attend to throughout the week. But for the most part, it's like, just get your shit done. It doesn't matter when it happens. Right. But then suddenly you're in DC and they're like, hey, you got to wake up at 6 a.m. every day. Because we're like, your job. Yeah. But it's like, homie, I'm going to bed at 6 a.m. every day. Yeah. That's not the way. And now I'm here. Hate it. Hate it. Hate it. Real bad. Mm-mm. 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 And so I was very tired. Hell yeah. No. Sorry. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Hell no. I also hadn't navigated an airport in a long time. Oh, yeah. And my Anki was hurting. Your Anki was hurting so bad. And then I, I got into the line at security and I thought, man, when was the last time I stood up for 30 minutes? It's been a long time. It's been a long time. And my Anki already hurts. This is going to be brutal. And this is my journey to... Right, the place. the place. Imagine how the place will be. How was the place? That was fine. Yeah. Th- thankfully, we met in the hotel, and so I didn't have to like walk to the office every day, which was cool. Oh, yeah, that would have sucked. Yeah, we used to have to do that, and it was a bummer. Uh, but, you know, not great. Just tiring, you know? Well, did you come home and take a super nap? Oh, God, yeah. I napped so fucking hard. I also can't sleep on planes, and so wasn't able to do that. So, yeah, when I got home, I fucking napped hardcore oh yeah that's a great feeling the oh. like the like i'm home and, and i'm I can, back in my own bed yeah and i have my cat and i can fucking really sleep there are th- the two best beds the two best nights of sleep are when you first get to a new place like a hotel and you sleep yeah. in the hotel bed for the first time and you're like oh new bed yeah, yeah nice yeah. nice new bed but then you sleep in the in the bed for a while and it kind of loses its luster. But then you go back home and you're like, oh, my bed. Yeah, look at this bed. My old bed. I know this bed. Old bed's good. I brought my Nintendo Switch for the first time. Yeah. I usually don't travel with it. And I got to say, game changer. Literally. You should do it. A game that changed it. Yeah, the, that's the experience. true. Yeah. And I got a game. I download all my games. They're all digital. So I can change games. All whenever. At random. And you don't have to bring along cartridges. You don't. Some people like to still have the hardware, but... You don't need it. Physical copy? I don't need it. I don't need the physical copy. Just put it on the thing. Put it on the thing. I'll click the thing. I'll do it. I'm ready to go. Yeah, I'm my, ready. my favorite JRPG came out on the Nintendo Switch, and I'm able to play that now. What, what is that? Earthbound. Okay. I don't know what that is. Earthbound? No. No. Natalie, while we were living together, I bought a Super Nintendo off of eBay <laughs> and then got a copy of Earthbound, which was very expensive, and I was able to play it on the Super Nintendo. Can I tell you, I remember that not at all. <laughs> <laughs> Natalie, I was so excited. I could not even tell you when in our relationship that happened. That's hilarious. <laughs> it was in the house. I'm so sorry. No, no, no. That's totally fine. Because I, I actually didn't play a lot of video games while we were together because I had a girlfriend. Right. And so I didn't. <laughs> it was like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> and so I didn't need to. <laughs> yeah. But now, Earthbound again. It, again. And it's great. Earthbound Again. Earthbound again. And it's one of my favorite games. 
All maybe right. maybe my favorite game ever. What's the premise of it? You're a little boy. Oh. Right? And a meteor strikes the earth. <gasps> or in your hometown of On It. And then you go there and with the, your, the town is called On It? Yeah. On It. O N N E T. Oh, I thought it was like O N I T. No. And I was like, <laughs> the earth? That's kind of on the nose. <laughs> no, no, no. Where are you on earth? Ugh, fucking on it. So you go there, and then a cool little fairy thing tells you that you're special. <gasps> aliens are invading and possessing people, and you need to you're, fight your way to the end, defeat the aliens, and save the earth. Bop, bop, little bop, kid. Bop to the top. And then you learn like psychic abilities, and it touches on some deep themes. There's like police brutality at one point. Oh. There's like, yeah, it's, it's super cool and gnarly. Okay. I love it. That's lit. I lo- and it just looks cool. Okay. It's one of my RPGs, you know, pixel art. I've I've never really gotten into it. I completely relate to that. Yeah. I have a soft spot in my heart for uh, A Link to the Past mm-hmm. on Super Nintendo. But this one actually, I think, looks very pretty. The color palette's great. It just, it looks sick. Everyone always tells me that I would like Stardew Valley. And it's like, I can't with all the, the pixels. It's like, I can't, what is it? I'll I can't tell you. I see that. I agree with I you. I don't know what that is. It looks like a, a big mess of stuff. I think we've regressed. Stardew Valley, I, I've also heard I would like. Mm-hmm. I don't like, I, I don't like the way it looks. No, And I that's don't. stopping me from starting it. You know how, you know how, I don't, I don't remember what it's called. It's, it's some kind of linguistic phenomena. It's like the Kiki Booba sure. phenomenon the, where it's like uh-huh. certain, certain words have a sharpness. Yeah. And like, like, okay, if you had a triangle and a circle and it was like one's named Kiki and one's named Booba, which one is which? You would say the triangle is Kiki. Kiki. Right, because it's pointy and the yeah. word is pointy. Right. Those pixels make me feel the way the word Kiki makes me feel. I agree and with I don't, you. And I don't like that. I agree with you. What's crazy is there was a farming simulator on the Nintendo 64 that came out in like 1997 called Harvest Moon that uh-huh. looks better than that. Oh, I think we've talked about that before because I was like, I wouldn't like this. And then you were like, try that. And I was like, still no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but well, thanks for telling me. It's, it's going to be hard to find a Nintendo 64. I guess you could get an emulator or something, but we should introduce podcasts and play the theme song. Oh, yeah. Bennett's laying on your stuff. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. He's going to get it all hairy, but he looks so cute. Yeah. Yeah, yeah let's introduce No, I like animals laying on my clothes. Mm-hmm. My cat does it all the time. I'm wearing the cat. I had a Lucy Dacus branded tote bag. <laughs> had? Well, it's now my cat's oh. because he would sleep on it and I'd be like, oh, that's cute. He likes Lucy Dacus too. <laughs> but now it's just covered and it's it, just fur. You could put it in the washing machine. I could I could put it in the washing machine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everyone, you're listening to my ex and I with Natalie and Michael, two people who used to date but don't anymore. They broke up and it's such a chore, but they talk about their lives, dating and relationships, everything in between. But they're not professionals, so don't take this seriously. They're just making jokes. Except for the parts where they delve into political commentary. Don't let your kids listen to this unless you're a cool parent. My ex and I podcast, they're talking exes. 
for the rest of us. Beautiful. It makes me feel like I'm in like a, a super intimate venue and I'm watching one of my favorite bands who hasn't quite blown up yet yeah. play this like awesome acoustic set. Yeah. But it's about me and my podcast. That's true. And it's a, it's a great. That's a good point. It's great. It feels surreal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Alex Brandle, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Um, oh, we should introduce the podcast because we can say it at the same time. In now. the way that we do, yeah. Hey, everybody. I'm Michael. And I'm Natalie. And, and my, my ex, ex and, and I have, have a podcast, podcast together. together. And we're so close. And we can say that the way we'd like to say it and not uncomfortably and not at the same time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although I will say um, my new apartment is going to have an Ethernet port right in my office. Right, Beautiful. Right there, so I can just plug into the internet and then maybe it'll be less. Oh, that's going to be great. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it will. Cool. And then it'll be fun. And then it'll be fun and fine. Oh, I love it. I love it. Do you have an ethernet qu- cable? Uh, somewhere. Oh, I bought you here. one. Yeah. I did buy it's, you one. It's in there probably. It's, that's yeah. where I put all my loose cords. They're cheap. Yeah. They're cheap. We'll find one. We'll find one. <laughs> I'll, I'm sure there's one in Chicago. Can I know? have a, I got to confess a, an embarrassing gamer thing. Oh. You got your dick stuck in the Xbox? No. You wouldn't stick your dick in an Xbox. <laughs> you would stick your dick in something else, but it has to do with the Xbox. Oh, <laughs> are your balls stuck in the No, Xbox? you wouldn't stick your balls in an Xbox, probably. <laughs> you would do something else. Maybe like an original Nintendo or something. There's not room. It's a disc tray, you know? I don't, but know. I don't know how. It doesn't know. matter. I don't okay. Know what your deal is. So, for a long time, when you ha- had a game console, it was like an AV connection, you know what I mean? With the with the white, the yellow, and the red wires. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Natalie, I feel like you no, can't focus I know, I'm on what I'm saying. I'm just listening. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing so hard. Because you're thinking of me sticking my dick in an Xbox? <laughs> like in a disc tray. It's like you can figure that out. <laughs> I don't think you could. <laughs> I'm sure people have done worse. Yeah. I mean, there is a circle in the middle of the disc tray, (laughs) I guess, but you're going to ruin your disc tray. Those things break anyway. There's no disc tray anymore. You literally couldn't stick your dick in a a current generation Xbox or even previous generation, the Xbox one. There's no disc tray. Where's your dick going? (laughs) It's just a box. It's literally just a box. Like, where am I sticking my dick in this? The soundboard. There's little holes back there. What? what? <laughs> I don't know. I can't get my dick in that. When you're, I can't get my pinky in that. Listen, I don't. I don't know. We'll what. figure it out. Anyway, okay, I you don't got, know. <laughs> you got, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, no. You. It's usually the the three, the yellow, the the, the white, and the red. Yeah, and it's the AV thing. Right. So that's what video game consoles were back then. Like that was the only option to connect your console to your t- to your TV. <laughs> your, your CRTV. Yeah. Okay. And then that changed. And it became <laughs> HDMI was the standard, right? Or component, which is just more cords. Mm-hmm. But no one told me that we were moving on. And consoles like the Xbox 360 still had the red, yellow, uh, white thing. Mm-hmm. And so I just was still using that because no one told me about HDMI. You weren't on the newsletter? Young kids are going to, this is not going to sound normal to them because that I'm sure is something that people younger than me are used to and 
younger than us. No, you know what's going to really like age us is that the only reason that I know about the three thingy yeah. is because of VCRs. Right, I never right. Did it was it, like a VCR setup. Yeah, I never did it in a game. I just did it in a VCR. That's how like the N64 was set up and then consoles after that still had it in case people only had CRTVs. Like fucking you. Like me. Mm-hmm. But even, even when I had an HDMI compatible television, I just didn't know we were moving on. And no one told me. All my friends knew, but no one told they would come and play video games in my house and they were just like, oh, I guess Michael's just a fucking idiot. I mean, how, how deeply are people inspecting your cords? It's a good question, but it, there's a noticeable difference. I mean, it's a higher quality when you have all the right. HDMI. Okay, all right. And my friends were just like letting me... Play like a plebe. Play like a plebe. Play like an old person at yeah. like 13. And then finally, when I was in college, a friend, a new friend came over and he was like, what the fuck is... Why is your TV connected there? And uh, like that. And I was like, I don't know. What do you mean? What do we do? What do we do now? And he goes, we're going to Best Buy right now and I'm buying you an HDMI cord. And then it changed my life. And here we are. And here we are. So that's embarrassing. I can't believe it took me so long. I was like, I could, I was smoking cigarettes and didn't know that HDMI was a thing. Is embarrassing. I think less so than trying to stick your dick in a disc slot. I didn't distray. I didn't do that. Just, but if you did, yeah, that would be a more embarrassing thing. I agree with you. No. The original Nintendo was more like a VCR. It like a door opened and then oh. it was just in there. So you could you could do that maybe. Certainly. It's still too thin. Too thin. Yeah, I don't know. You can mush it. Flaccidly, you can mush it. Mm-hmm. You can mush it a surprising amount when it's flaccid, but erect. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's hard. Mm. Literally. Um <laughs> <laughs> Um, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. We we the, my, so <laughs> my former boss said he listens to this sometimes oh. because he doesn't. He's like, I don't really listen to podcasts. I only subscribe to you and NPR's like Up First or whatever. And so he said sometimes this comes on after Up First, and I keep going. And I just picture him getting updates about Ukraine, Russia, and then us talking about me sticking my dick in a <laughs> an original Nintendo, probably. Um. Yeah, so anyway, on the subject, I feel like it's weird to not, like, we, it's, Ukraine is happening, it's sad, uh-huh. um, bummer, we're not, we're not, that's a fair assessment, we're, there are smarter people to get your news from, um, so yeah. we're, we're not gonna I do can't, that, I can't help you, yeah, I can't, I, there's nothing I could say, Putin bad, Putin bad, um, U- Ukraine support, yeah, but, but, other than uh, that, you should you should, you should go to someone else someone to get else. into the nuance. Yeah. But if you have already done that and are a socially responsible person, uh, and now you're here for, for goofy time, welcome. Welcome for that. Welcome um, for that. Welcome for that. I don't know. I don't know what we're gonna do today. We haven't really planned a whole lot because we figured, you know, we'll just kind of ride the in-person train. Yep. We're also kind of juiced a little differently, I think, because you know, usually we just hop right into the podcast, but today uh, Michael came over and I said, Michael, doing a, an activity. Yeah. And, and we, I was very excited. And we did an activity. We did an art together. We painted canvases. And I had such a good idea, but a, a <laughs> terrible execution. That's not true. It's beautiful. And I'm excited to put it in my office and look at it every day and say, my friend Michael painted the this for me. The problem is I'm an illustrator. Mm-hmm. I can draw yeah. really well, uh-huh. but not like that. You did that good, though. It's okay. It's good. <laughs> I drew. Did we exp- explain it? I don't think so. No. 
I drew the Tim Hortons where you and I had our first date. Yeah. Which is very cute. The spot where we met. Yeah. So cute. So fun. I drew some abstract squiggly stuff. Yeah. But that's cool too. Yeah. That reminds me of when we first met. Well, yeah. <laughs> and it was like, that was kind of how I felt when we first met. You abstract. know, there was different things happening, but all good. All good. That's yeah. true. Yeah. So it's kind of, you know, two interpretations of a singular moment. Right. <laughs> Mine very literal. <laughs> This is the building. Yeah. <laughs> it was here. <laughs> right there. It's the one on Tiffin for all my Finley people. Michael. <laughs> Michael tells me stories. And I'm sure you've heard, listener, but Michael tells stories and he will specify where in Finley, Ohio something it happened. It could be important. And I'm like, Michael, I don't. It could be important. You specifying that the Little Caesars was on Main Street <laughs> is not doing anything for my understanding of this story i just need you to know i toured you around finley many times oh yeah so i'm sure you know where everything is and i just want you to understand it was the little caesars on main street not the one on tiffin because it's closed it's now like a something else (laughs) (laughs) it just it's such a it's it's like it's true americana you know like in the in the tradition of like you know every small european town having a bread maker yeah and then maybe another bread maker on another street right and people knowing where that is this yep. is like the the modern american dream version of that i agree mhm thank you you just knowing where stuff is in your town so you understand <laughs> and wanting to talk about it yeah yeah it's beautiful if you have any questions about where anything is <laughs> Finley, Ohio, i will tell you only specifically because i don't think unless you're given like obscure street names if you name a building or something i could tell you where it is um where's the electric and, uh, the what the electric building the bil- the power plant what do you mean like the utilities office yeah 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 um <laughs> <laughs> See, I never, <laughs> I never uh, rented a place in Finley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I figured you would drive by it. Yeah, it's out there. It's out <laughs> by the highway. By the DMV. Yeah. Which is out oh. out past the Starbucks is on Tiffin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then there's a Tim Hortons. Right. And a Kroger. Sure. And there's another Starbucks in the Kroger. Mm-hmm. So. So, thank you. The, the, uh, but- the Drury Inn is by the high school. <laughs> So, speaking of current events. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of regional current events. Uh-huh. Uh, and I, again, this is something we also shouldn't speak about, but it's relevant to something I want to play for you. Mm-hmm. In, in Canada. 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 Mm-hmm. There's some trucker protests going on, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the president put in place some, like, martial law-esque thing where he was able to have more power than usual to freeze the bank accounts of people supporting this this protest whatever arrest people yeah 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 because mm-hmm. they were it was, I, I believe they were protesting protesting mask mandates for mm-hmm. truckers yeah or vaccination mandates or something something like that um which it, it's it doesn't matter okay i'm not going to get into the specific <laughs> political elements of this right but jordan peterson Friend our, of the show, our faith is from Canada, and yeah, and he 
is a conservative grifter. Sure. And so he was trying to think of the best way to respond to this. I'm sure he did like a really classy, like succinct, intelligent thing. Yes, because he's a he's a he's a scholar. He's, he's always a, talking about how scholarly philosopher. He is. Sure, yes, sure, yes. sure. So I'm sure whatever he did was like really respectable and good. So he wrote a song. Oh. <laughs> So he wrote a song. Okay. And I don't know if you've ever heard him speak, but he uh, sounds like Kermit the Frog. He sounds like Kermit the Frog or Ray Romano, <laughs> and he does not have a good voice. And so he had other people sing most of it for him. Okay. Um, but apparently he had a lot to do with the, he wrote all the lyrics. Sure. And then had a lot to do with the composition. Okay. Great. And I'm not going to play a lot of it for you or oh. the audience. Oh, okay. We'll just see how we feel. Okay. But I want to play at least the beginning so you can get a sense of what it's like. Again, this is uh, the key to finding the smartest mortgages. NerdWallet's easy-to-read reviews show you all the nitty-gritty details. sounds like an ad. Hey, that's the first ad we've ever run on this show. Yeah, thanks, (laughs) NerdWallet. Use code fucking nothing. (laughs) Oh, the reception in your basement. It's not great. Here we go. Oh, sorry, sorry. I got to restart it. Okay. <laughs> it was like auto-playing while I was sitting here. Okay, sorry. And the music video seems to be kids in the Holocaust. Uh, which seems like an inappropriate comparison. Definitely. I could be wrong about that, by the way. But I mean, you are watching it presently. <laughs> What the fuck? What? Yeah. This is. He wrote this. Now we're kind of in a Pink Floyd vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, please. Okay. All right. <clears throat> that's enough. That's that's basically what it is. Yeah. And this is... It's on his official YouTube account. He wrote it in response to the protests at the Canada border. Wake up. Dedicated under the current unfortunate conditions to the Prime Minister of Canada. Prime Minister, I said President. No, whatever. <clears throat> Justin Thoreau? Thoreau? Trudeau. Trudeau. Fuck. Louis Thoreau. This is... Okay, first of all, that sounded like some like psychedelic shit. Yes, exactly. Like... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Second of all, it was scary. It was scary because it, it's, it's scary. It was scary. Yeah. But I he wants to communicate that it's scary, I think. <clears throat> I don't understand the message um, that he's sending. It seems like based can, on the lyrics. Can I, can I genius the lyrics? Yeah. Yeah. Is, do you think it's on genius? Um, if it's not, it should be. But 
Yeah, the the message seems to be, Justin, our country should be doing very well, but you're throwing it away. Oh, it is on Genius. Under your fascist regime. Remember when Genius was only rap music? Yeah. And it was just called Rap Genius? Mm Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? That was cool. Yeah. The thing is, okay, okay, all right. I see see that. I'm not getting this. I'm not getting that from these lyrics. Because- What I just said? Yeah. We should be doing swell, he says. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think. But he only says words in that first verse. No. Well, no, he says other words. Here, okay. Go ahead. I'll read you the first verse. I'd love to. And this, it's dedicated to Justin Trudeau, right? Yeah, yeah. So he says, what are the seeds you've sown that left you so alone? He's got a lot of advisors. I wouldn't call him alone. I wouldn't call him alone either. Um, you should be doing swell. You could have built a home. Yeah. Um, none of the, <laughs> the genius annotation for this, the, for the line, you could have built a home, is, it's a, it's an, unreviewed annotation sure but it says jordan's rhyming dictionary had home listed as a rhyme <laughs> for stone so here is this a line <laughs> that's fucking so true dude yeah and i don't want to hear him ever say i know art again <laughs> because he always talks about how like cultured he is and how fucking much he appreciates music and shit and then it, this sounds it uh, yeah the rhymes are bad so it goes on, but now you're on your own. You should be acting well. You should climb off your throne and see what you've been shown. You might think this is hell. And it's like, okay, all right, we've got some like post 9-11 Green Day vibes happening. Mm-hmm. That's fine. That's cool. Uh, and then literally for the entire rest of the song, he only uses the lines, you, you, sh- you should be going home. You should be doing good. You should be waking up and variations thereof. There's no other verse oh i didn't realize that yeah <clears throat> I so didn't make he, it's it like he song. gave up halfway <laughs> yeah 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 dude um it's an interesting thing for a quote-unquote public intellectual to do yeah uh that it doesn't seem it doesn't feel like his lane i mean he's branching out he's expanding the jordan peterson media empire he, he sure he's is he's kind of pulling you know how when trisha paytas did that cover of what dreams are made of from the lizzie mcguire movie right that's, that's him right now and that kind of started a little music career for her right right so maybe jp's trying to do the he's same thing trying to have trying to have it all clearly clinical psychology isn't working <laughs> he's not, out he's not doing great being a professor isn't working out so yeah fair enough how about this that's that's weird isn't that weird that's not what i expect doesn't that kind of make you feel like the world is ending and we're in a weird place (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah that jordan peterson released a song a musical song directed towards the canadian prime minister just complaining just yeah just complaining you're ruining this and the music video is strange yeah it was it's it was strange it had like the lyrics on like it, it looked like like title cards for like a silent like old film. Time, yeah, yeah. Um, which I don't understand that. And then photos of artistic children. choice, yeah, and photos of children that seem to be suffering, suffering children. Right. This the children are suffering because the truckers have to get vaccinated. That is correct. Okay. Uh huh. All right. Uh huh. Okay. He doesn't mention children in the lyrics though. No, not once. He doesn't really mention any subject. I don't really know. Right. That's a good There's point. There's no narrative. That's pretty avant garde. Yeah. It's you know very postmodern. Huh? Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. So yes. that's what he's been up to. Right. Cool. <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah. Me too. Um, I was very shocked when I heard it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, I'm glad I know that exists. Yeah. I mean, I figured you'd want to know. Did you know in the Lizzie McGuire movie that they, like, there was, they used a, oh, it, it's a RuPaul song. They used a RuPaul song. Really? In the, in the, in the Lizzie McGuire movie. And this was probably made in like, I don't know, 2004. RuPaul, like from RuPaul's Drag Race? Yeah. RuPaul's been making music for a while. Really? Yeah. I didn't know they made music at all. Yeah. Huh. That's like, they, they were making music first. Really? Mm-hmm. I just uh, always associated them with the drag race. Well, they used a RuPaul song in this movie for like the makeover scene, but apparently the original was, was not, it was not cool for Disney and kids. So they just had some like teeny bopper cover RuPaul song. Oh, really? And I didn't really realize until I was like older that I was like, that's not. Yeah, that's not right. That's a different one. Yeah. Maybe they just couldn't license. No, they would have to license it anyway if they're going to do a cover of it. I just don't think they were. The Disney Channel didn't work with gay people. They back, thought that was a little then. too edgy. Yeah. yeah, that's probably true. Huh. Huh. Well, Liz, I mean, it's still a great movie. It's still a great movie. It's a great movie. The soundtrack is lacking, though, apparently. No, the soundtrack is actually off the hook. Really? Um, yeah, because you have all the, you know, like, What Dreams Are Made Of is, like, the big song in the movie is, like, very iconic. It's, like, the yeah. last scene of the movie. It's so sure. good. She's, like, performing in front of everybody. It's awesome. <sighs> Um, and then you've got like just, you know, the the beginning is like the tide is high, I'm pretty sure, which is, you know, that song. The tide is high? Yeah. I think it's by like Atomic Kitten or something. Hold on. Let me look up the entire Lizzie McGuire movie soundtrack. Yeah, please do. Was What Dreams Are Made Of is her song, right? Yeah. Was that song like actually popular? I loved it. Well, yeah. If you would have asked me back then, I would have been like, yeah, this has been top of the charts for six months now. But did it actually like do numbers? Did it chart? I don't know. I don't know. I'll look that up too. Okay. First of all, I want to make again, sure. In my little kid world, like, yeah, that's the biggest, it's the biggest song ever. But I don't know if it actually was. Um. Okay. All right. What dreams are made of? Did it chart? How do I find that out? Uh, I'm just going to Google. You could just go to the Wikipedia page for it. Okay. They always have the charting in there. I'm going to say it did, but it didn't peak at number one. I think, I think it probably peaked at like number 10. That's oh, okay. It doesn't have, it only has. It might not have charted then. Yeah. It doesn't have its own Wikipedia page. So. Oh no. Then it definitely didn't. Isn't that crazy that we, that was, there couldn't have been a bigger song to me at the time. Yeah. There, there absolutely couldn't have been but, a bigger song but to me at the time to the rest of the world they're like who the fuck is that why would we listen to that song man is that al- weird it also featured the single why not by hillary duff which was a banger and a half i don't know that song either why not take a crazy chance why not do a crazy dance nope <sighs> that fallout boy song um that song charted in australia so hey man australia knows how to pick them yeah what's that one song that was popular in australia iggy, iggy azalea no the weedest song teenage dirtbag Dirt did they love that one yeah they loved it and then it became popular elsewhere because australia was screaming about it so much hell yeah and weedest is not from australia <laughs> i love that 
That's sick Isn't that sick? Yeah. That's awesome. That's a great song, huh? I love, I was at this uh, concert the other day, um, the, other, the other week. I went to a, sh- a show in Cincinnati. Um, was, I didn't hear about this. All right. Well, I do things, <laughs> Michael. No, I went to a uh, Foxy Shazam concert with my friend Tyler. I can't say I know. Um, Foxy Shazam is a, a band that's like local to Cincinnati, but they have achieved some success. Sure. And they tour. Great but, name. But the reason I thought of it was because like the opener, I don't remember specifically what he said, but he said something at the beginning of his set where he was like, you guys don't know me, but after this, I have to fly to France and accept an award. Yeah, and it's just funny to me that like foreign countries kind of latch on to certain like no yeah. name American artists. I think that's sick. I think it's funny. I yeah. would love to have a career where I was like huge in England, right? And it's like you know nobody knows you here, but that's fine. You can still go to the Dunkin'. You Donuts. You can still go to the Dunkin' Donuts, but then you can fly to London, <laughs> and, and you're a suddenly star. You can't go to the Dunkin'. Donuts. Yeah. I don't know if they have Dunkin' Donuts. Probably not. No, they do. Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> I think they do. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, we should work on that. Maybe we should market the podcast specifically to we got, a foreign we country. We got people in the Philippines, right? Yeah. Like, we do numbers in the Philippines. Exactly. Imagine getting going there and just being, you know, the talk of the town. Heck yeah. The talk of the islands. The talk of the archipelago. Our archipelago. I love that word. That's a great word. That's a great word. You know what word I love that, that I pulled out the other day, but it's also kind of sad? Uh, recidivism. Which means rec- the like something that is rec- recited? No, it's it like the recidivism rate of like criminals means how frequently they reoffend. Oh, I I would have just called that like the reoffending <laughs> rate or something. You would think so, but it, Natalie, it's a word, and I said it. It has its own word. Okay, recidivism rate. Okay, yeah, All right. Okay, I would have been like gazootite. Well, thank you. <laughs> Oh, so. I was talking about recidivism. Yep. In a conversation where I was talking about the time I was arrested. And I said that the cop car was uncomfortable. (laughs) So you were like, "Mm, not for me. And my friend was like, what? Who? Yeah, it should be. Right. You you don't need to be comfortable (laughs) in a cop car. You don't want to be there. I've been in two cop cars in my life, though. Yeah. And the first one was all nice. You were like, oh, I could, I could do this. Yeah, the Fostoria cop cars are nice. I understand why the recidivism's up. Yeah, <laughs> no, low. Um, oh, no, because they're going back. Right, because they, they want to get in the fancy cop car. When you get arrested. That was the joke. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> when you get arrested, they handcuff you. Ooh. And your handcuffs are behind your back. They also touch my penis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, real bad. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they handcuff you and your hands are behind your back. So when you get in a car, you, you got to, where are your hands, where are your hands going? You know, you got to back into it. It's a hard seat. Yeah. And so you're like, it's, it's all like hard. You sit on your hands. Well, that's the thing. The first cop car I was in had a little hole Oh. at the base, at the like base of the seat, the slash backrest. So you could stick your little hands in there. But then the second one. No mm-hmm, hole. Mm-hmm. I bet you can and stick your dick in that cop car. I had to sit like this. <laughs> I bet I could. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I'm sure I could stick my dick in the cop car. <laughs> there was a dick in there, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember the cop coming back because when I got arrested, it was weed, but it wasn't my weed. 
I was I was back dri- in the day when you could get arrested for weed. Yeah, like real bad. <laughs> like I was real dri- bad. I was driving with two drug dealers, and so they both had weed on them and a lot of it. It was kind of the time that made me realize that weed was actually illegal. You know, <laughs> yeah, because it's it was so harmless that I was like, it didn't actually feel like I, I could get in trouble with it. But then when I was in the back of the cop car, I was like, oh, no, you can. Yeah. And and so we got arrested. He grabbed my dick. He cuffed me, put me in the back of the car, and then two, two of my friends. Did he grab your dick? I mean, I, I don't want to, like, dwell on it, but was it, like, a frisking no, situation, or was it, like, a an asserting of dominance situation? It was not an asserting of dominance. He was trying to see if I put a bag of weed. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if it was, like, an intimidation. I was like, I don't think they should be doing that. That seems... That reminds me, at the airport, they always grab my penis, and I don't like it, and I don't know what to do about it. They got to make sure you don't have a bomb in there. Is it my underwear? Maybe. Uh, uh, tell me. It's your dick prosthetic. It could be. Yeah, yeah, that could be it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should take the fake dick you off. You should take the fake dick um, off before you go to the airport, Michael. The metal dick. Don't wear your strap on the airport. Damn it. That's right. <laughs> that's right. But you never know. You, yeah, the, the time might strike. <clears throat> yeah. So I was in the back of the cop car. <laughs> And then the cop came in and he goes, <laughs> I'll never forget this. And my friends and I still joke about it. He goes, well, there's all kinds of dope in there. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. And he just meant there was so much because there was. Not like all different strains. He wouldn't have known. He wouldn't have known. No, he was just like, that's, an, that's a large quantity of marijuana in that vehicle. But he's from Finley, Ohio. So he says. All kinds of dope. All kinds of dope in there, which is not dope, first of all. No, it's not. So you need, yeah, he needs Learn to, your drug names. He needs to check Cop. himself. Yeah, officer. Right. <laughs> officer square. I remember that night I got arrested. I did a hit of a bong, Ooh. allegedly. <laughs> and it was like a big hit of a bong. Allegedly. And all my friends were around me, allegedly. <laughs> and I breathed it out and everyone was like, they cheered. Whoa, they cheered Michael. for me because it was such a big bong hit, allegedly. It's a cloud. And I thought allegedly. to myself, I need to get new friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble with these people. And then I got arrested that night. Yep. 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 Shouldn't have done it. Oh, yeah. But, you know, no record. You live and you learn. No record. It was the first time I cut my hair going to court. Oh, like ever in your life? No, I had cut my hair before. But I had had long hair for many years, mm. and the short hair era began because of that. You had to go to court. You met me when I had short hair. Yeah, I that was because of. That's, well, yeah. When was that? I was. Uh, it was right before my 18th birthday. Mm. Good. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah for good. real, <laughs> good, <laughs> for real. But the driver re- accepted all responsibility for everything that was in the car. Nice. Yeah, which is like some g-code shit i guess like you you kind of accept responsibility if you agree to drive everyone you're like there's no sense in all of us going down so i will be the one that takes it because the driver is going to get in trouble no matter what right and so they might as well take all of the responsibility i guess that's nice i don't know but he followed it that's cool yeah i love that god bless him don't know where he is but don't care (laughs) (laughs) he wasn't that cool (laughs) all right fair enough fuck that guy fuck that guy um how how how's your mom she's good good you know she's good take care of her brother yeah but she drove me to the airport which was very nice of her hell yeah i know what the hell but my anky was hurting and i was like i'm not gonna go to the fucking detroit airport park in a parking lot get on the shuttle 
have that drive me to the actual terminal get out and then start the process and she was like no i got you dude i got you that's awesome and my flight was at oh dark ass 30 it was at like 9 30 in the morning so i had to we had to leave finley very early too early too early i would say too early Mm -hmm. oh also i booked no the only the only one of my coworkers that listens to this wouldn't care about this (laughs) i we were okay my boss's boss's boss said don't leave don't book a flight that leaves earlier than 2 p.m which it seemed like pretty clear instructions. Mm-hmm. So I booked a flight that left at like two oh, on the dot. No, no, no. Oh, two. <laughs> like on the dot, two o'clock. So I could get home as soon as possible. But then she said, like she was reminding everybody of everything before the staff trip. And she said, don't remember, you can't leave the hotel before two o'clock. And I was like, oh, oh, that I didn't get that. But rather than tell anybody, I just waited until the last minute. Uh, until that that morning i said i ran out of factor and i booked a new flight to leave even earlier yep so i have to go because i didn't know what to say and the world didn't end so you're good and the world did not end i didn't yeah i'm still here yeah i feel like i have basically the same amount of knowledge of what happened as my other coworkers that stayed later so here we are nice here we are nice i got to say i thought i missed traveling and maybe my maybe the trip was a little tainted because i was in so much pain mm-hmm. um but i think i'm more of a homebody now than ever oh yeah i mean it's hard to go anywhere which uh, is really saying something it's hard to go anywhere i can't imagine getting on a plane i i i can't imagine getting on a plane at all yeah isn't, I, it, isn't I, it weird i don't ever want to do that ever again i know you can't go no go up in the sky no security no. It takes so long. It takes so long. Take your shoes off. I don't wanna. And they all have different rules. I gotta take my shoes off and then I gotta put my shoes back on. Yeah, which I can't do. Not good. I mean, I gotta sit down to do it, yeah. which is annoying. They don't have a chair. Yeah. Well, they, you gotta you know, walk around farther to the chair. You gotta walk farther to the chair. That's true. Mm, That's like, true. Dude, when I was going into the Detroit airport, they didn't check my boarding pass. That's the thing is they're kind of sometimes real loosey-goosey yeah. with, with the tickets and the boarding passes, yeah. but not about the security. He literally just checked my ID and was like, okay, okay go, go ahead. You, can- you are a citizen, I guess. Go ahead. Right. And I was like, oh, you don't want to make sure I have a flight? No. No. Go ahead. No, you're good. Go ahead. I also think the beep-boop thing only goes beep-boop. I don't think, I don't think it confirms that you're on the right flight or, or anything, anything like that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it just goes beep-boop. I th- it just is like, he, he's here. Yep. Because I saw... On the way back, I went through security, gave him my ID, did beep boop, rounded the corner, and then uh, it was one of those situations where like I was there was no more room to continue to check people in because the line to actual security was so long. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I like did a beep boop, rounded the corner, and I could see the the screen that the TSA agent was looking at, mm-hmm. and it was just my ID. It did not say anything about my flight or anything. It was just a big picture of my ID. And that's it. So, so I don't know. I, I think you could just walk in there with a fucking expired boarding pass and go beep boop. And then just hang out in the airport. And then just hang out. Yeah. Get the Cinnabons. Get the Cinnabons. Because if, if you don't have a Cinnabon, you know, flagship near you. Right. Where are you gonna, what are you going to do? Exactly. Or the pretzels. Yeah. Auntie Anne's. Well, those are in the malls. What malls? Malls. Where? 
No, any mall? Who? Uh, no, not the Finley Village Mall. I know that. Well, not, that's not a mall. It's a mall. That's not a good mall. It's they call it that. I'm pretty sure they have the NATNs at the Briarwood Mall in Michigan. Hmm. So you're saying that's easier than going through the airport in Detroit? <laughs> Just slightly. <laughs> than parking at the Detroit airport and going in? Just to have a meal? Slightly. <laughs> you could be right. I'll you, think about it. You could it. probably get a pretzel at a movie theater. Not like a good. I don't. One. I want an Auntie Anne's pretzel. I don't okay, want. Okay, I'm just pre- giving you secondary options. The Finley Village Mall has a pretzel place. It's just not that pretzel. Not place. Auntie Anne's. Yeah. I love the lemonade. What is it about the lemonade at I don't pretzel know, place? But I always get the lemonade at the pretzel place. <laughs> that is weird. <laughs> and I always get ginger ale on a flight, and I don't drink ginger ale anywhere else. Oh yeah, I always get cranberry juice. That's weird. Why? Why, why cranberry would you, juice? Why would you shame me? I'm not. I, I'm not shaming you, I but like, it's fucking weird. I like cranberry <laughs> juice. It promotes vaginal health. That's a good point. Is that, is that's why you're drinking it on a flight, though? Well, and it's just yummy. I've never had it. Nom, 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 nom. It's tart. Mmm. Mm. <laughs> a tartness. Mm-hmm. My friend worked at the pretzel place in the mall in high school. Yeah. And, you know, pretzels go bad. Do they? Yeah. Okay. And so her boss was like, hey, at the end of the day, take some them. of this stuff is going to go bad, so you can take, you know, a couple things home if you want. And she told me that and my knucklehead friends. And so we showed up and we cleared the place. We took everything, everything. And she showed up the next day and her boss was like, hey, um, did you take every single thing that we had in the display thing? And my friend was like, yeah, I thought you said we could. And she said no. And she was fired. Oh. Yeah. Still feel bad about that. Yeah, you should. I don't know what she's up to either. How many, how many pretzels did you eat? The thing is, we had to throw a majority of them away because it was too much. It was way too many pretzels. Right. Uh, but maybe, maybe three. Not enough. But we had like 30. Not enough, <laughs> not enough to justify raiding the pretzel stand. I completely agree. Yeah, I completely agree. What, what do you prefer? Like a whole pretzel or those little pretzel bites? Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> From Auntie Anne's. I get the pretzel bites. Yeah. I don't get the big pretzel. Yeah, me neither. You don't? No, I'm a bites. Bites bitch. I also really fuck with the pigs in a blanket. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of the shit. Yeah. That's what you want. That is what I want. Pretzel plus plus protein. Right. That is what (laughs) I want. A cheesy hot dog pretzel? Fuck. All right. What are you dipping? Cheese. Not mustard? No. I don't do. I don't fuck with that shit. I I do not do pretzels and mustard. I get it. And some, yeah, sometimes I'll buy pretzels with like powdered, like mustard flavoring on them and it's fine, but I'm not dipping, I'm not dipping pretzels in mustard. Okay. I mean, I like cheese too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if we ever want to split pretzel bites. I would love to split a pretzel bites. I know where we can get some. The Detroit airport. <laughs> oh, I can better find an expired boarding pass. Oh man, we're 47 minutes in. Oh. I should get to. Is it time? I think so. All right. Don't remember what button. Oh, it's button roulette. Do not remember the button. Do the pink one. Uh, I think it's the pink one. Family, 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 family,
It's in the third one, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Have we? I, you've probably told me that before. I don't remember. Maybe, but it's the best. It's the best. <clears throat> I love that song. Okay. And I highly recommend it to anyone. I don't know the title of it. <laughs> Just Google Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift song. <laughs> um, okay, this is Fast and the Curious. Fast Five. Now, we're five movies in. Yeah. You, you've really committed to this. I got four more. Oh, my fuck. And I don't. I'm not having fun, but I think that <laughs> I rediscovered the purpose of this segment, uh, and that is to make me suffer. Right. I thought it was going to be funny to explain these boy movies to you, Yeah. but now I hate boy movies, yeah. and I'm having a lot of trouble sitting through <laughs> this goddamn franchise, but I think that is what makes it fun now. So I've been suffering, and now you are suffering alongside me. Absolutely. And this is the suffering segment. Yeah. So Fast Five uh, came out in 2011. Oh my God, that's so long ago. Yeah, there's so many more. You've got so many more. There's so 2011, many more. 2011, I was a junior in high school. I had graduated. Ye- and I remember midway through this movie, I did see it in theaters. Oh. Because, you know, I had just graduated high school and I didn't think anything could hurt me. Right. But, but- unfortunately, <laughs> I found something. I didn't just graduate high school. I actually finished early. But that's not a big deal. Brag about it. <laughs> Uh, okay. So according to the Wikipedia, they did more practical stunts in this as opposed to CG stunts. Okay. Um, and as I was watching it, I wrote, I can confidently say I don't give a single fuck about that. I guess it looks better, (laughs) but not really. So if that interests you, it's more practical stuff. All right. Okay. Then this movie's way too long. Yeah. Way too long. It's like two hours and change, and that's too long. Two hours too long. Two hours too long, roughly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, apparently, there. this was the movie that they decided, what would you say is a major trope of the Fast and the Furious franchise? What's, what's the, what are they about? Street racing? Yeah, what if we got rid of that, mostly? Uh, what? Interested? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Still not really, because what what else? What if you were having fun with the street racing and they said, fuck you, we're going to make this like a weird heist kind of franchise. And apparently that's going to be the rest of them is like some it's like fucking an action movie like Mission Impossible with fucking idiots. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So this movie picks up where the last one left off. If you'll remember last week, I mentioned Vin Diesel's on his way to jail in the jail bus. You know, yeah, and, and they, then, then they stop the bus. Then they're gonna stop. They stop the bus. Uh, which, if I was gonna stop a jail bus, <laughs> pop the tires, sure, maybe, uh, and just let them like come to a slow stop. But they like fucking pull up in front of him, slam the brakes. He hits Paul Walker's car. They do a bunch of flips. It is much more violent than it needed to be. I, I think that's kind of the movies, though, huh? I'll tell you, this movie made me realize. Um, our heroes are bad people. Yeah. In this in this franchise. Yeah. They're just criminals. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I kind of didn't think about that until this one, but they they kill a lot of people in this movie. Which up until this point they haven't really done that necessarily, but they they're bad. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, they break him out of the jail bus. Then cut to Rio de Janeiro. <laughs> Beautiful. Perfect. 
exactly where I want this movie to go. Uh, Paul Walker is with Vin Diesel's sister, Mia. Okay. They meet up with the old homie named Vince um, that I don't think I've mentioned before because I'm pretty sure he was just in the first movie. And then they brought him back and it was a big reveal like, oh my God, Vince is alive. But I'm watching one of these every week and I didn't remember him. So I can't imagine that people in the theater were like, oh yeah, Vince is alive. (laughs) I remember him from the first one. So I don't, yeah, I don't really know. Is he played by anyone notable? No, he has done. He was, I looked at his Wikipedia. He was in Blade and then these two, like three Fast and the Furious movies. Okay. So Vin is off somewhere else. Uh, that's kind of his MO. We should split up. You know, that's, he says that a lot. Yeah. He's like Fred. And so Mia and, uh, Paul Walker together, Vin Diesel's off somewhere else. Fred who? From the Scooby-Doo. Right. <laughs> that's true. That's so funny. Cause Fred is always just like, Hey, I'm going to go with Daphne. You guys, you guys, you guys go fuck do off. Do whatever you want. How about we split up? How about you three and us two? <laughs> Me and Daphne are going to go in the darkest possible room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's always Velma that solves it. And so clearly they're just fucking. But right on. <laughs> uh, okay, Vin is, Vin is somewhere else. Uh, they've been on the run for some time, apparently, because, um, you know, they're international criminals now, sure. I suppose. Sure. Um, and they're kind of, they're like, so... Paul Walker and Mia go to Vince's house because Vince is like staying in Rio, I guess. Uh, and Paul's like, man, I could use some money because I'm an international criminal and I'm trying to survive. Right. So money would be great. Um, and then, oh, and, and Vince is like, I got a job we can do. We can steal some cars from a train and make money. These bad guys want to pay me to do that. So do you want to help? And he was like, oh, my God. Yeah, that sounds great. That sounds right up my alley, actually. Uh, And then Mia starts throwing up. She's pregnant? She's pregnant. Paul Walker impregnated his girlfriend while on the run internationally, which seems like not what you should do. Very powerful sperm. Yeah, I guess that's true. (laughs) Oh, I thought you were meaning like it was a continuity error and like they were not in the same place no i'm saying as people they shouldn't do <laughs> they that shouldn't be, <laughs> they should maybe wear a condom while they're on the run right where is she gonna have the kid gotcha gotcha yeah, yeah. uh and then vin diesel shows up in the middle of the night to vince's house he's like hey i'm 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 here now okay so now we're on a train <laughs> great great <laughs> we're stealing cars from the train right so cue typical spy movie shit. We're doing a blowtorch on the top of the train to open a hole and then getting in there, right? Mm-hmm. So Vin Diesel gets in there and it's our crew, but then also some other guys that hired the, uh, our crew to do this. Mm-hmm. So Vin gets in there and, and he like goes into d- d- detective mode that I kind of don't understand. Like, do you remember when he investigated the crash of his girlfriend mm-hmm. and it kind of didn't make sense how he was able to do some investigating so quickly? Does he like put on a special pair of glasses and suddenly? Yeah, you would, you would think so, <laughs> but he doesn't. And he realizes that these cars are from uh, the DEA. Mm. And he's like, why, why did you hire us to steal DEA cars? Which I guess is worse than stealing normal Regular cars? cars. I'm not, I'm, I wasn't sure if it was a moral thing that he was doing or like. <laughs> hey, I don't steal from the government. Yeah, I don't know why he, he cared. <laughs> but he, he really cared. And he was like, no, I don't want to do this. They argue about it. And um, 
they argue about it with the people who hired them to steal the cars because uh, they only want one car. And so Vin is like, what's up with that car that you want this car so bad? Now I want the car. <laughs> like that makes me suspicious. It makes me want the car because you want it so bad. Uh, so the DEA hears them because they're fucking arguing and they come in. Uh, one, of, one of the bad guys shoots the DEA agents and Thank kills you. them. Uh, Vin puts Mia in the car that they want and she's able to get away with the car with the important one um the rest of them are caught by the bad by the bad guys and they're taken to like bad guy headquarters um where they meet if you had to guess the profession of the antagonist of this movie based off of the previous antagonists do you have a guess um okay previous antagonists you know we've had Drug lords. That's correct. Okay, so yeah. this is the fucking ninth drug lord of the franchise. <laughs> uh, and his name is Reyes. <laughs> um, so he interrogates them. He threatens to hurt Mia when they find her. But they bust out, um, obviously. And Vin literally busts out of a pair of handcuffs. <laughs> Just hulks out? Yeah, he hulks out of a pair of handcuffs. That's, and then they run away. That's great. Um, they find Mia. And then... They're looking at the car and they're like, why did they care about this car so much? And they found a, a computer chip. There's a computer chip in the back of the of car. Of course. Every movie in 2011. Had computer was, chips. Yeah. 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 It was all about computer chips. Uh, and then they look at it and it has all the locations of the money in drug houses that this guy owns. And so like $100 million is accounted for in, on this computer chip. Sure. It's like this is where they, these are the fucking coordinates for $100 million. Um, there's like 10 places, but yeah. It, which is a weird move. I, I was, what was most striking to me is why he would have this computer chip yeah. as the drug lord. Why did why do you own this? You shouldn't have a computer chip that said, tells anyone where all your money is. Right. Just keep those in like separate notes. Right. Like yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Can you really not remember ten places? <laughs> I feel like you probably could. <laughs> You can remember every Little Caesars in every place in Finland. That's exactly right. There was one on Tiffin. Um, okay, so uh, Vince finds this. Oh, yeah. Vince finds the computer chip first, and then he basically fucking calls Reyes, and he's like, I'll sell this to you if you want. <laughs> it, I mean, I know we kind of fucked you over there, but that wasn't really my call, and now I have this computer chip, and I'll sell it to you. Do you want it? And then Vin, Vin hears him do that, and he goes, hey, man. What the hell? You're out of the group. And then Vince fucks off. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay. Uh, then they find out they're being framed for the murder of the DEA agents. Again, they weren't the ones that pulled the trigger on those agents. It was the baddies that hired them. But now they're being framed for that murder. Right. Um, and so someone is hunting them down. The government's putting their best man on the job. And do you know who that is? Paul Walker? Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh! Yeah. yeah. I like him. I don't, but uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so, I just think he's fun. He did good in that in Moana. Oh, I've never seen that movie. Maybe that would change I think my opinion. You, I him. think that would endear you to The Rock. It endeared me to The Rock. I just I don't like anyone that's like family friendly. You know, uh, exclusively. It weirds me out. I feel like I don't know him. You know what I mean? I I know him. I know that he's about about drive. See, maybe and about power. Well, he's, he's about drive in this movie. Yeah. You know? uh, so he shows up at the house where they're staying. Um, 
but he sees that it's already kind of getting raided by the drug lords men uh, who are looking for the computer chip. And then the drug lords, the drug knights, the drug knights. Yeah. <laughs> and so Vin, Paul and Mia run away. Uh, Vin then says we should split up because oh. <laughs> he fucking always says that loves to do it. Um, and we should go to different countries. We should split up and go to different countries. And Mia's like, I would like to stay together because I am pregnant. Right. And so Vin is like, okay, I hear you. We will stay together. And in fact, let's do the opposite of split up. Let's rob this fucking drug lord of all his money so you can have a normal life. <laughs> together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wrote down, Vin, I'm pregnant. Can we, can we not do that? And he's like, damn, dog, you're right. We should do the opposite of what I said and steal money from this drug lord so you can start a totally normal life together with my niece or nephew. Hell yeah. So they put a crew together because they know it's going to be a, it's going to be hard. It's going to be a hard job. And we've, we're, we're not, there's been no street racing at all. Nope. There's no street racing for like fucking 40 minutes of this movie. Maybe an hour. That's what I come to these movies for. I completely agree. Um, so they put a crew together and we got all our heavy hitters. We have Han, the oh. chill guy, cool guy. Uh, we got Tyrese Gibson, sure. okay, we, from Too Fast, Too Furious. Mm-hmm. We have Ludacris. Okay. Wonderful. Love him. And then some other people that aren't worth it. Um, <laughs> okay. So we know where all this money is, right? Mm-hmm. 10 different locations totaling $100 million, right? That's a lot of money. And we want that. But what... We can't, we can't steal from 10 places at once. That's impossible. Unless we split up. Well, there's not enough of us. Wow. And we don't want to split up because Mia's pregnant. Oh, yeah. And so what do we do? We go to one of the locations. We burn the money in front of the people there guarding it. And then they tell the drug lord who then consolidates all of the money into one place. Uh-huh. However, corruption in the police department in Rio. And so he just gives it to cops who keep all the money in a vault at the police station. That's trouble. Now we got to rob the police station. That's trouble. Yeah, we have to rob the police station, which, you know, fucking great. Kind of backfired. Right. I would say. Uh, So they try to figure out how to get into the police station and land on uh, stealing some some fucking police cars out of some after some inconsequential events that happened. They were like trying to decide the best way to go about it. They fucking like go to a little street race. It's uh, did I just kick my mic out? No. Oh, no, you good. Um, yeah, you so are good. The the literally these plot points matter not. Yeah, I did <laughs> kick my mic. Oh. oh, I can still I could still hear you. you can? Yeah, maybe I kick my headphones out. I think you kicked your headphones out. That would make more sense. I got it. I can hear. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't even bother write, writing down the uh, other attempts to get into the police station because they were like, let's just steal cop cars. Uh, will go into the parking lot and then they find out which wall is adjacent to, is connected to the vault. They bust it down and then like put just a thin wall over what they busted down. Oh, to trick them. To be able to break in easier, I guess, later. I don't know. It, it kind of didn't make sense. And I might be jumping ahead here. Okay, so Vince shows back up. Mm-hmm. He was kicked out of the crew. But he goes, hey, guys, Mia was getting attacked by some bad guys, and I saved her. And Mia's like, yeah, he did save me. And he's like, can I be back in the crew? And they say, yeah. So what was the point of him leaving? 
Don't know. There really wasn't one. Um, he needed some character development. Yeah, I guess. So. Yeah, sure. Um, so then they're kind of ready to steal the money, but the rock busts into their hideout and he's like, Hey, I'm mad and you're arrested. Uh, so he and Vin fight it out and Vin almost kills him, but Mia stops him. Uh, assuming that murdering a man would probably further complicate her already hellish life that, as an expecting mother on the run. Uh, so then the rock arrests all of them. Uh, then they're in some armored truck looking things on their way to the airport to be uh, extradited back to the United States. Sure. Now, what happens when we're in a jail car? It gets stopped because always. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's always what happens. Uh, so while they're on their way to jail, boom, uh, explosion. And they're, they're being attacked by the drug lords guys. Sure. Cause they want to kill them. Whatever. Uh, so there's flipping cars, the explosions, boom, boom. All of the rocks guys die. All of them except the rock. He's fine. And obviously our characters are fine too, except Vince who gets shot and killed. Why did we bring him back? I don't fucking know. To kill him. To kill him immediately. <laughs> Uh, so the rock is pissed, right? Right. He's upset that all of his men just died. Uh, he's alone now. And, uh, yeah. And so he's like, all right, fuck arresting you guys. Let's go kill these fools. Cause they killed my homies. And they're like, okay, that sounds good. Rock. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Rock. Mr. Uh, Johnson. But that means that he has to help them steal the money from the police station. He's like, I'll help you. We'll steal their money. So they don't have money. Because in his mind, that they need capital to continue being drug dealers. And so he's like, that'll stop them from being drug dealers. And then I'll turn this money in. Okay. Uh, I don't know if that's true, but, you know, he, his heart was in the right place, I guess. Um, okay. So this the, it gets bananas now. Okay. They go. Okay. They have cop cars, right? So they snuck in to the police station last time, but this time they're not going to sneak in. They're just going to go balls to the wall. Hell yeah. Rock gets in his fucking armored car. And then uh, Paul and um, Vin Diesel are in Dodge Chargers that look like police cars, but they just painted them all black for some reason. I don't know why they didn't just keep them looking like police cars. Those always fool me though, you know? Yeah, exactly. You, you see a Dodge Charger behind you and you're like, I, 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 I yeah, exactly. That's, uh, that's a good point. Um, so the rock fucking just blows into the wall that they thinned before, you know? Yeah. He just fucking hits it. Uh, and then, uh, they start shooting cops, just fucking lighting up cops. Again, these cops are crooked, but it seems like our guys are bad guys now. You right. know, they're shooting police officers again, crooked still. Uh, so then, um, Vin and Paul driving separate Dodge chargers hook up each of their cars to the vault and then they rip it out together. And now they're both driving and they have to drive by beside each other because they're both hauling, hauling a vault, hauling a vault a literal fucking vault. Okay. Uh, and it's real big, um, through the streets of Rio slamming into shit, no doubt injuring people. At one point it rips through a fucking bank and all like they don't show anybody die, but it's pretty clear that like, someone would have gotten Jesus. fucking hurt. It's a huge, it's a huge fucking vault. Um, okay. Then more cops die. Reyes gets back in the chase. His car crashes. The rock shoots him. So the drug lord is now dead. Okay. Um, then they, okay. And then they get away. They get away from the corrupt cops. Now they have the money and Reyes is dead. Hippity hoopity. <laughs> right. Uh, okay. And so the rock is like, 
listen, y'all, you give me the money and I'll give you 24 hours to run before I turn you into the police. Okay. Right. Or before I arrest you, because I guess I am the police. <laughs> and they're like, sick, good deal. And, uh, but they do a double switcheroo and they give him a fake safe. They take <sighs> the money, right? They take the money. Silly. Uh, and they all go together. And then the movie ends with Paul Walker asking Vin Diesel to street race him. <gasps> Just yeah. like old times. Just like old times. Yeah. Yeah. Just because we had to do it. Yep. Had to do it to him. Had to do it to him. Uh, okay. So what's, where's this fit in, in your ranking? <sighs> it's a good question. I, it, this one was a lot of action, you yeah. know, and not a lot of literally anything else. <laughs> and I, f- I know that we're deviating from street racing and now we're just like action, mo- like generic action movie style, which, which I don't like, you know, I wish, I wish things were different. <laughs> um, I don't like the rock, but it's not as bad as the last one, the fast and the, Fast and Furious, okay, right? Okay. And so I would say uh, three, one, two, two five, four. four is how I'm ranking them right now. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Oh, God. Paul, <laughs> Paul Walker's got two more movies. And He's, then we finally get to talk about Charlie Puth and his rise to fame. Right. That's, on, that's seven. seven. That's seven. I'm ready. Yeah. I actually have no idea what the fuck six is. So I have no idea what's going on next week. Like I know seven is the Paul Walker's last movie, Charlie Puth, mm-hmm. X, Y, Z. And so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm nervous about next week because I feel like it's going to be a stinker. Yeah. Going to be a real stinker. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well that's, that was Fast and the Curious. Boy. 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 There, I don't think I like boy movies. Good. Maybe after this, we can cleanse your palate and make you watch a bunch of the Barbie movies or something. Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> but I like Batman's coming out. Yeah, so I'm excited oh, I'm about so that. Excited, but I don't know, man. Fast is the first couple were good. I like. I genuinely like the third one. Yeah, but um, I fear that we're at the point of no return, and it's going to be rough from here on out. Would you say that it makes you feel furious, furious and fast? <laughs> it makes me feel fast. It's furious and fast. Somebody should make that movie. Yeah, yeah, they should. <laughs> Furious and Fast. Oh, now you should uh you should find a Fast and the Furious mockbuster. Oh, I should. There's mm-hmm. got to be mm-hmm. a million of them, right? Yeah. Like quick and mad. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> quick and mad. I should make a Fast and Furious mockbuster. Speedy and speedy and sulking. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. We should do that. Quick and mad. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Beautiful. Wonderful. How, what are we doing? Uh, an hour 10. Ah! So we're good, baby. Well, let's wrap her up. Let's wrap her up. Let's get you on the road. Oh, yeah. It's 830. It's 830. Ah! Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming in, in painting with me. Oh, and of doing, course. Doing crafting. Yeah, man. I love crafting. Hell yeah. We should do it more. Well, I'm leaving. <laughs> 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 but you can come visit me. I'm going to. Hell yeah. I'm going to live there. I told you I want you to be so familiar and I want you to come so often that you know your way around. Yeah. I, I'm hoping I'll know where all the Little Caesars are. Um, yeah. You got to know where every <laughs> Little Caesars And you can specify the, the Little Caesars on what mm-hmm. streets in Chicago because I bet there is just a butt ton. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yep. 
Well, thank you, Alex Brandel. Thank you, oh, Alex Brandel. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, you can do it. No, no, no. Do it. Say the thank yous. Thank you, Alex Brandel. And thank you for listening. And thank you. Um, what else do we say? Well, I, th- I, I would like to start thanking Kevin for the art. Thank you, Kevin, for the art. Mr. Budnick. Yeah. And Call then, him at Kevin Budnick, uh, I think. And I, 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 I like to thank Alex yeah, for uh, the... Brandel? Yeah, that, well, that yeah, was weird. What was that? I like to thank... Alexander, thank you. Alexander Brandel. What's his middle name? Do we know? Marshall. I, well, it's not. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. So we thank him for the intro and the intro music, I guess, because he's doing both right now. Yes, he is. Um, and I like it. I like it. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, thank listeners. You, thank you, Opal and Bennett, for being mostly quiet. Rate us on Spotify. Yeah, we have 25 ratings right now. That's not so bad. So cool. 25 of you think we're good. That's pretty good. I like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Sick. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. It means a lot. You're welcome. I check it every day. Um, okay. Yeah. We're done. We're done. Outro? <laughs> uh, oh, wait. Oh, wait. Um, we have a thing we do. Yeah. Well, th- I think we're done. All that's left to say, though, is good night, New York. York. We love you. Bye. Hit the button. My ex and I podcast. They're talking exes. Opal, take it away. For the rest of us.